This is the Braither Point. Wake up. The problem isn't proof. It's prosecution. They stole a presidency, extorted the Supreme Court, abandoned American children in Afghanistan. Congress beds Chinese spies while torturing jailed patriots. They trash your petitions while pocketing bribes. They ignore your letters while acquiescing to extortion. Public schools are pedoed. Churches commied. From 99 to 2016, U.S. men's testosterone dropped 29%. These are infiltrated and interdicted inflection points. Your cherished conventions are corrupted. Your precious paradigms shattered. If you say they should be arrested, you're asleep. If you say your head's in the game, you're wrong. Don't tell me you're not a Team America member and then ask for TA help. Don't tell me it's not fair. My kids know life's not fair. Easy is over. Make it, hunt it, grow it, or find it. Repeating failed formulas means you're crazy or lazy. Dress in black and infill Blantifa, pose as a damn pole watcher. When betrayed, like me, begin again. Or be a good little welfare slave. You get the government you tolerate in the country you deserve. I'm a retired SOCOM soldier, former DIA intelligence collector, and ex-DEA special agent, targeted by the deep state turned whistleblower. Now your intelligence officer, repurposed as chaplain, leader, teacher, and truth teller. New mission, restore our fallen republic. Objective, defeat the deep state. Means, expose fake news. Tools, truth, discernment, and free will. Attention, deep state Dems, rhinos, BLM, Antifa, and assorted traitors and enemies, foreign and domestic. Your masks won't silence us. Your shutdowns won't stop us. Your riots don't scare us. You're not as organized as the British. You're not as disciplined as the Nazis. You're not as fierce as the Imperial Japanese. You're not as brutal as ISIS. We beat them all. You're next. Welcome. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is the Prather Point. Welcome, everybody. Back to uh, Glad to be back with you in uh, Tucson, back from my trip uh, from Cincinnati, Ohio, to see my World War II veteran dad who adopted me out of St. Joseph's Orphanage and then did it three more times uh, with my brother and two sisters. If you haven't yet, please go to jeffreyprather.com and subscribe, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-P-R-A-T-H-E-R.com. Get my free newsletter there. You can also go in the shop there and get, if you've taken the jab, you can get the uh, jab rescue kit that has worked well for a lot of people. Uh, you can get the PraetherPrepSupply.com food supply there. Uh, we're working with them to resupply the truckers uh, soon. You can get a satellite phone. You saw one of my um, listeners on Team Arizona uh, say that he had a son in uh, Tonga and he had was able to communicate with him with the sat phone. So that's PraetherDeal.com. Uh, as well, and lots of other really good uh, authentic products. And coming out on the biz page soon, I'm going to have a business page. So you can do three months for $360 and advertise your businesses. 
and I'm going to have some um, uh, pulsated uh, energy businesses up there to counter the 5G and the Tesla phoresis and the mitochondrial uh, massacres that I've been talking about through electrogenetic uh, weaponry and 5G weaponry through the graphene oxide and graphene hydroxide and just the general electronic irradiation poisoning that everyone receives all the time. Uh, so you can look at that as there. If you want a deeper dive, go to exclusive content and click on patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather, and you can see all of my intelligence and evidence and uh, protocols from each show and a lot of deeper dives. And at the the, the, the higher levels of 15 and 25, you'll get um, transcripts. And then at the $25 level, you'll get uh, videos looking in on my classes where I'm training folks. We just did a rain shoot, for example. So a uh, lot to cover this uh, show, but first, uh, thank you for all your prayers uh, and inquiries for my dad, Maurice Prather, uh, first in his uh, line to go to college, ran three businesses, uh, was a Kentucky uh, hillbilly, uh, adopted me and my uh, three siblings, uh, was a World War II Pacific uh, vet, and we got him out of the Rather, I should give credit to my little brother uh, and his wife, who's a nurse out of the uh, death camp hospitals, and now he's doing fine. Uh, we thought he was uh, <clears throat> fading at 95, and now he's doing great. And so we spent a great um, weekend with him, uh, and my kids got to have uh, grandpa time, and he's the uh, ideal example of everything a man should be, a warrior, a veteran, a businessman, a father, a husband, a um, religious leader, head of his family, a don in uh, Spanish terms. But he's doing really well now. I posted a picture of him and I uh, on the Patreon there. And thanks for uh, all of that. He is uh, back and kudos and praises to my brother and his wife and family who love and honor uh, my dad so well. So lots to talk about. And uh, I, I'm a little frustrated because whether it's, you know, well-meaning uh, good citizens or combat veterans, they just still don't get what's happening. So that's the title of the uh, show is Ukraine is a distraction and uh, Canada is collapsing, which is trying to do an envelopment and encirclement of the United States um, while China attacks through a bioweapon uh, probably at the Olympics. But uh, people are just still falling all over themselves, including uh, GWAT vets worried about nuclear war with Russia. So I assess that there will be no nuclear war with Russia. I assess that this is a distraction. Uh, so when we're going to do a um, room entry and close quarter battle or hostage rescue uh, in a room, the motto of uh, Combat Applications Group, uh, Special Forces Operations Detachment Delta, is speed, surprise, and violence of action. Uh, but there's a predecessor to that, uh, and I was associated with another Tier 1 unit that had a lot to do with that, and that is a distraction or a dangle before you execute speed, surprise, and violence of action. So that might be cutting the lights. It sometimes was blowing a door, blowing a window, blowing a hole in the ceiling and coming through the ceiling. Uh, with police, it's usually banging on a door, breaking a window, raking a window, something like that. But something to get the person's attention off the way you are 
coming through the entrance. Uh, and so that is what I assess Russia and Ukraine to be. Uh, and so I want to uh, first, uh, I've got something from a Team America member because Team America is functioning just so excellently uh, all across the country. There's over 6,000 members in 44 states and Team Global Freedom. There's 19 countries. Uh, we're working with Team Global um, uh, Freedom in Canada uh, to support and rally the truck drivers. There's over 40,000 members uh, worldwide. But I'm not going to give up any sources, uh, but I got this from a Team America uh, member who was talking to a former uh, Soviet Russian Special Forces Spetsnaz officer, and he has been an unconventional warfare instructor, special reconnaissance and direct action expert, served in uh, Pacific and Baltic fleets, participated in special operations in Indian Ocean, Mediterranean, and Red Seas, and uh, carried out uh, operations all through uh, Eastern Europe, speaks multiple languages. Uh, and he uh, says, I am sure that uh, there will be no war, uh, but he is prepared. And that's my saying of, you know, plans are useless, planning is invaluable, and preparation is essential, and developing the situation, as uh, former Delta Force Commander Pete Flavor said, is excellent. And if you haven't yet, the book there to read is uh, Pete Flavor's The Mission, The Men, and Me. I'm also frustrated because I was talking to some Team America people who aren't reading the books I've told them to read, which is, you know, Prairie Fire, Fry the Brain, The Mission of the Men and the Me. Uh, and so their assessments are still inside the box. Get out of the box and get on top of the box so that you can observe without being in the box so that you can discern. Uh, but of course, the White House uh, is saying that it is likely. Uh, and they are trying to provoke not an armed conflict, but certainly a distraction. So why would a White House this disorganized, this unpopular, this weak go to war? They would not. Real war is uncertain. They have almost no popu uh, popular public support. The military is in disarray. So why would they go to war and risk losing their seat of power? It's like if you haven't watched uh, Gary Oldman in Darkest Hour about Churchill, it's great. And you should definitely watch that as well. So there's a couple book re recommendations, The Mission of the Men and Me by Pete Blaber, former Delta Force commander, Prairie Fire by a former Special Forces um, soldier, and uh, Fry the Brain, which I think is anonymous, uh, and also Darkest Hour about uh, Churchill. But you see... They give him the job when he when the situation is lost uh, so that they can blame him and they still want their positions. And the only way he finally gets them to rally against the Germans, because remember, in his day, everybody loved Hitler. He was Time magazine man of the year. Everybody hated uh, Churchill. Uh, but he finally said to all the uh, bureaucrats and lords, hey, you know, <laughs> If the, if the Nazis come in here, you'll lose your gigs, too. And that's only when they finally uh, rallied uh, around him. But, of course, uh, they're claiming that this is going to happen tomorrow. Uh, that comes from a claim made by the Ukrainian president, who was uh, talking about 
uh, media sources and intelligence sources that this would happen. The Russians are saying they are pulling back um, already. Uh, but uh, he is very sure that this will not be a war. This Russian officer, very experienced in asymmetrical and small wars. Uh, uh, or that if it happens, um, this is all a fake invented in the corridors of the White House and gateways of uh, gateways of Whitehall. Probably he means uh, hallways there. So uh, this is from an expert, a Russian expert saying this, and this is my assessment as well. And I was just talking to some people the other day, my family, like, aren't, isn't Russian our enemy? No, not really. China is our enemy. So the enemy of my enemy is my friend. That's why in World War II, we were friends and allies with China, because China, Japan was invading China, and Japan attacked us. So we were allies. And I quoted a Chinese general a while back saying it's too bad we have to war in the United States because we were allies in World War II. China and Russia are traditionally enemies. They share a border that often breaks out into hand-to-hand -hand combat, just like happened with China and India last year. They are traditional enemies. So the enemy of my enemy is my friend. It's really not that hard to understand. But if you are a deep state trader and sellout then uh, to China, such as Hunter and Biden and all the rest of the um, deep state traders are, then you certainly don't want to out China, who is paying you, who has paid the Bidens. You want to out somebody else. You want them to look someplace else, which is Russia. And so therefore, if you can build public sentiment against Russia, which is not a major power, they're big gangsters now, but they're not a they're not a superpower. They're not going to go to war with us. The strategic nuclear doctrine of MAD, mutually assured destruction, worked. There was no nuclear war. But if you are in thrall to China because you are a traitor uh, and a treasonous sellout, then you don't want to out China because they might become looking at you, uh, like Lieber with his PLA, uh, MI second lieutenant there, female working for him, like Swalwell with Fung Fung, with, like all of them in the Thousand Towns program. So you want to blame somebody else who could possibly be an ally, which is Russia. So you create an incident. But do you really want to have a war when you are this weak? Of course not. They do not. Um, and they will not. So yes, I know the 82nd Airborne has deployed. I was right down the street from them uh, on Yadkin Road at Fort Bragg. I even jumped with them uh, once or twice when I was with PSYOPs. Um, but here's what the 82nd is saying. They've deployed earlier this month 1,700 paratroopers from the 82nd to Europe. Uh, another 300 soldiers from Fort Bragg's uh, 18th Airborne Corps uh, went to Germany. Uh, and then they're going to send some more uh, more 3,000 troops to Poland. Now, the Poles are great. Um, in America, there's Polak jokes, but the Poles are sharp soldiers, intelligent folks, just like the Czechs. Um, but these hundreds of members of that second group of troops were loaded onto chartered commercial jets. They're flying commercial like a civilian. You don't deploy troops for war in civilian commercial airliners. They're not up to the task. Um, and then um, 
other than reassuring the U.S.'s allies what the paratroops will be doing in Poland is unclear. One senior enlisted soldier, probably a sergeant major, first sergeant, uh, said that he had been deployed in 2010 to Haiti for a humanitarian mission after an earthquake and then to Iraq next year with the 82nd. In both cases, he said, the job was pretty well defined. This time, it's not what he called a set mission. So remember Pete Blaver's book, The Mission, The Men, and Me. Be sure of those three things. They're deploying the men with no mission. What's the mission? It's a distraction. It's a dangle. That is my assessment. Um, and the White House and Pentagon have said this is not a combat mission. Well, the 82nd is a combat unit. They are our quick deployment troops. And when they deploy, it gets attention. It is a dangle. It is a distraction. And the troops are pretty upbeat about it because they're, you know, they're flying in commercial jets and they're, it's, you know, they're not jumping out of airplanes. You know, I jumped out of a C-141 with the Ranger Regiment into the edge of Honduras and the Las Vegas Salient in Mucoron uh, years ago. Uh, this is uh, not that bad. So uh, they're pretty happy about it. And also, the Florida National Guard's 53rd Infantry Brigade Combat Team, known as Task Force Gator, has been ordered by Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, the one who's all about the jab, to leave Ukraine. Task Force Gator, led by Colonel Blake Glass and Command Sergeant Major Jason Pask, um, is going to leave Ukraine. They have been ordered out by the Secretary of Defense. Still think we should call it the Department of War, not the Secretary of Defense. Um, because the, the, uh, these, six, these soldiers have been deployed to Ukraine since November, uh, and they are doing a train-the-trainer advisory mentoring mission. So they are, uh, now Ukraine is not part of NATO, okay, but They've been training the trainers there. And these are the guys who have built up the relationships peer to peer uh, with the Ukrainian troops. Uh, and they are being ordered out. Well, why would you order out the best American troops that have been working with their counterparts if you're worried about war with Ukraine? And the answer is you wouldn't. Now, if you read uh, Sean Naylor's great book, Not a Good Day to Die, which uh, Pete Flavor in The Mission of Men and Me also references uh, quite a bit. You can see uh, fog of battle and that they become prisoners of their plans. Remember, I would say plans are useless. Uh, and Blaber takes, and I say, but planning is invaluable. Blaber takes that a step further and says, um, preparation is essential and develop the situation. But in this case, uh, they are pulling back the American troops that are most intimately involved with Ukrainian defenses. Also, last time I checked, uh, earlier, uh, the Ukrainian reserve troops had not even been activated. So, and of course, uh, Putin and uh, Biden, or his double more likely, or somebody else had a uh, high stakes phone call on Saturday with them. And that's probably to make sure that the um, dangle goes according to plan. Putin's actually even said that they're pulling back troops. They have left equipment in place, but they are pulling uh, back troops. So why would they do this? Why deploy all these troops, 82nd Airborne, uh, and deploy them in commercial airliners? 
because it is a deception operation. It is um, a dangle. It is a distraction. Uh, and that's so that something you don't pay attention to what else is happening. So what else is happening? Well, the fifth generational war uh, that our government lost against China and non-nation state traders and super empowered individuals such as Facebook and uh, Twitter, you know, Dorsey and uh, Zucker, uh, Zuckerberg uh, is raging, but it is not going so well. So the nation state enemy of China wants to up that. Uh, and the former Hong Kong virologist and CCP whistleblower, Dr. Li Meng Yan, uh, who was right all along about the gain-of-function origins uh, of the bioweapon number one, has alleged that the CCP and PLA, People's Liberation Army, are releasing a new engineered bioweapon. So I would call this bioweapon number three or four uh, onto athletes and participants at the Beijing Olympic Games. And this is time to infect participants from dozens of countries, um, but they uh, it won't have symptoms for a while so they can get back through security. And so why is this? This is because the Great Reset is in retreat. And so uh, well-placed sources have informed uh, the interviewer. This is J.D. Rucker and Mike Adams has done a show on this. And I've been working this since it came out. I've talked to other people about this. In fact, I called into George Webb today, ended up calling on live on a show. I had called him the other day because he broke the story about um, the bioweapon number one being released at the military games originally. And again, that's fifth generation warfare. It doesn't look like a weapon, just like planes flying in. Planes are not uh, weapons, but when you fly them into buildings, they become improvised weaponry, classic fifth generation uh, weaponry. So well-placed sources, which means there are spies, uh, inside the Communist Party and the People's Liberation Army, which is good news, to say that they have launched another virus on its own people. They're going to use their own people as the vectors. And of course, the human terrain is the most important in fourth and fifth generation warfare. I say that all the time. And so uh, that is uh, very interesting. The virus has been altered inside a laboratory, again, just like bioweapon number one, to make the incubation period longer than usual, now suspected at three to four weeks in order to allow visitors from Beijing to return home with no systems symptoms in transit. And this is supposed to be highly transmittable. This is hemorrhagic fever, causes bleeding through multiple orifices of the body, even the skin. Um, but according to Dr. Yan, the CCP is already aware of an antidote to the new hemorrhagic fever, and they are actively hoarding the Johnson & Johnson drug that serves this function. Now, if you remember back when this all came out and I said bioweapon number one is a bioweapon because of the ferrin cleavage, it's clear to anybody, and I work corporate competitive intelligence in uh, biotech, and it's clear to the experts, so that's all been uh, now used as a way to control us through big tech, big hospital, big media, big box, uh, all of that. Um, but uh, this uh, drug through Johnson & Johnson is, of course, deep state controlled. Think DARPA, think BARDA. And so it's not available like hydrochlor hydrochloroquine 
uh, or, or ivermectin easily because the antidote for bioweapon number one uh, was easy uh, and simple. And you always, always have an antidote before you release a bioweapon. Otherwise, you might wipe yourself out as well. So again, there's not going to be a war with Russia. Um, Russia has already fifth generationally invaded Ukraine. It's not about putting troops and boots on the ground. They have done cyber invasions. They already took the friendship pipeline under uh, under Obama, which gave them which gave Putin over control of over 50% of the national gas in Europe, the resources. So he already has a stranglehold control. This is just him negotiating from a position of strength um, with the deep state, with, uh, uh, with China, jockeying for leverage, as always. And this goes back to exactly what the Russians did uh, with um with the deep state, with Clinton before, as there was a Russian disinformation agent, uh, Igor Dachensky, working with John Steele, who then worked uh, with the CIA, who worked with CrowdStrike, who then worked with the FBI, who then worked with Comey, who then worked with Mueller to set up uh, Flynn and to set up Trump the same way the DEA set me up. Uh, and so this is what they are good at. They are not good at fighting wars. Uh, they are, uh, hmm, I'm wondering if I'm losing my feet here. Um, they are, oh, there it's back. Uh, did I lose it? Uh, I guess I'm still here. Um, they are good at disinformation campaigns. They understand that. So uh, according to Dr. Jan Sources, the drug is known as Darzalex. Uh, which is daratumumab, and is very expensive and more difficult to get, not like ivermectin. Um, and the drug works by targeting the CD38 glycoprotein, which is expressed in multiple myeloma patients. And it is believed that the engineered hemorrhagic fever uh, bioweapon causes a tidal wave of CD38 prote um, production of the body, interfering with the immune function and causing sudden cell death. So now this uh, immune function and sudden cell death goes right along with the other attributes we've seen in the other fifth generation bioweapon um, bioweapons that have been uh, previous released previously uh, released, and so that all uh, makes sense. Uh, and from the uh, National Institute of Health PubMed website. The J&J drug targets the CD38 glycoprotein and treats multiple myeloma cancer. And daratumumab is a human monoclonal antibody that targets CD38, a cell surface protein that is overexpressed on multiple myeloma MM cells. Uh, Preclinical studies have shown that daratumumab induces MM cell death through several mechanisms, including complement dependability, cytoxity, uh, antibody-dependent cell-mediated cytoxicity, antibody-dependent cellular um, phagocytosis, and apoptosis. So uh, I have been on this since it happened. Team America was reporting it to me. I've already been in touch with uh, Team America Headquarters Medical. Uh, I consulted with other people about this. Uh, and again, this is preparing uh, intelligence for the next fifth generational bio uh, weapon that is going to be released. 
And so, uh, again, uh, JD did a great story on this. Mike Adams followed up on this, and um, he talked about a Dr. Williams, um, with, uh, and he recommended that you could eat um, dark-colored uh, vegetables, and th they're always good. Anybody who knows anything about nutrition knows that. He's talking about black currant, blackberries, raspberries, blueberries, red cabbage, purple corn. Don't eat the light lettuce. Always eat the dark stuff. I've been doing that uh, forever. Um, and this is an entheocyanins using off-grid non-electric hydroponic growth systems. Um, and there's no downsize theory to doing this. And so uh, that's all good, well and good. I agree with uh, all of that. Uh, Mike Adams' natural um, stuff is great. We use it. If you want to get something from his store, you can use the code PraetherPoint there because I do the uh, Friday morning, uh, 8 o'clock um, PraetherPoint live show there as well on uh, Brighteon. And um, he calls it POC, Plants of Color. Uh, and... Again, you should just get away from processed foods because uh, that's part of uh, the big deep state. But the bottom line is to prepare for a new, new global outbreak of hemorrhagic fever and prepare yourself um, using uh, natural uh, elements. So that's really important uh, to understand and that this is an escalation of the global war against uh, human beings through the deep state, through uh, the Great Reset, but uh, on, and so I agree with all of that, but there is also from Team America Medical Headquarters, uh, there is a nicotinamide mononucleotide, MNMN, nicotinamide mononucleotide benefits um, that could be uh, used as well. And I guess that's something that I'm, I'm already on, uh, my wife says. But inside our cells, we make an important molecule called nicotaminidid adenine dinonucleotide, better known as NAD+. Uh, and our cells use NAD+, for a variety of purposes. Some of the most important are to produce energy that our cells need to function and activate proteins that repair damaged DNA. So remember, the graphene oxide and hydroxide damage the DNA. That's an attribute of the fifth generational biodigital weaponry that is used against us. Uh, and other things that this NMN, I'm just going to abbreviate it, um, November, Mike November, is vascular aging, muscular endurance and strength, reduction of risk of heart disease, which is, kills more people than uh, the bioweapon ever did, lower risk of obesity, which kills more people than the bioweapon ever did, and the maintenance of DNA repair. Uh, and so the NAD plus made from uh, November, Mike November activates a group of proteins called um, seratins. Uh, and seratins play a key role in maintaining DNA integrity. And of course, uh, the bioweapons combined with the jab, combined with the 5G do, direct energy weapons, uh, destroy DNA integrity. Uh, and the immune systems. So this is, and it also improves mitochondrial function. So remember my podcast, and if you haven't seen them, go back to jeffreyprather.com to the mitochondrial massacre, uh, which is happening. And that, and that happens through all the irradiation, the poisoning of the environment, which is why 
on the jeffreyprather.com biz page, we're going to have some uh, PEMF, some pulsated um, energy uh, alternatives to the poisonous uh, currents. So this is up on my uh, Patreon as well. I've got two scientific papers and resources up there. Uh, one is out of, I think it's Hong Kong, so you may want to be uh, wary of that, but single doses of 100, 250, or 500 milligrams have shown no safety concerns in human beings. Uh, and so this is, I'll try and say it again, nicotinamide mononucleotides have been documented in humans uh, as safe. So while Mike put out, Mike Adams put out about the uh, plants of color using that, I'm also now supplementing that uh, with, um, uh, with a drug that is an alternative to the Johnson and Johnson, which of course will be controlled by the deep state. And if you don't submit, uh, they will um, let you die after they have created the problem, which is what the deep state uh, always does. So I hope all that makes sense. Again, there's two papers with uh, resources on that uh, on my patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather. Uh, that will be going out to Team America medical members through Team America headquarters, medical elements uh, soon. And so you should prepare. Plans are useless. Don't become a hostage to your plans. That's in, it's very clear uh, in the Tucker Gar debacle, which is displayed in the great book, Not a Good Day to Die by Sean Naylor, and also talked about in Pete Flaber's book, The Mission, The Men and Me. Don't become uh, enslaved by your plans. Um, Plans are useless. Uh, planning is invaluable. Preparation is vital. And you let the situation develop. So that is exactly what I am doing here. Uh, and so you should develop the situation and prepare. And again, I'm giving you all um, options, tools, and alternatives for your toolbox. So the other question at this point is, um, so you can, somebody's asking about does the rescue, how does the rescue kit work? So go on jeffreyprayer.com slash shop and look up the Jed Rescue Kit uh, and read the description. And it has, there's, it's worked for a lot of people. Uh, elements uh, from that kit have helped me and my children um, greatly. But you got to do your homework. Uh, no one's going to do it for you. It's time to get off the couch. So why would the Chinese do this yet again? So first of all, if if George Webb is right, and I believe he is, that the bioweapon number one was released at the military games uh, using the vectors of the soldier athletes, uh, then why are they doing it again? Well, they're doing it again because China is in a lot of trouble. China can't feed themselves. Uh, China has had floods. Uh, uh, Chinese real estate ventures have collapsed. China is in great difficulty. They are not winning this, just like the global elite are not winning this. They are getting desperate. The Great Reset is in retreat. Uh, and so um, Denmark, Norway, Switzerland, and the Czech Republic have all started to lift COVID-related restrictions. So again, uh, Czech Republic there in Eastern Europe uh, a great way to uh, create more chaos uh, is by the Ukrainian-Russian uh, dangle. Um, and Italy, Finland, Ireland, France, and Lithuania are easing many requirements. 
Uh, most of these countries plan to be back to normal by March, and they will just treat uh, bioweapon number one as like any other endemic disease because it really is just like the flu. Statistics show over 65, it's 96% survivable. Under 65, it's 99.9% survivable. And uh, bioweapon uh, versions, um, 2.C or whatever, uh, are very mild completely. So uh, Denmark was the first country in the European Union to scrap its restrictions. It never mandated uh, the bioweapon number two jab. Sweden uh, in early February also did the same thing. They they were ending their use of COVID passports. I've seen signs that uh, the Biden administration is going to give up on the passport uh, aspect uh, as well. And uh, the United States, like the United Kingdom, had the second worst bioweapon related death toll, although those are almost all comorbidities and the metrics have been changed. I've talked about that a lot. But the UK has its own influential pharmaceutical giant, and it's called the Wellcome Trust, W-E-L-L-C-O-M-E Trust. And of course, that's very similar uh, to what we have with uh, Big Pharma here, and Big Pharma goes back to uh, China. We've got uh, Fauci, they've got Neil Ferguson. Uh, And so he is the the similar tyrant uh, and traitor there in what is happening. Um, Australia is having a hard time and um, we are praying and trying to get a better support team working through Australia as well. And of course, Canada uh, is in all of our thoughts and prayers right now. But uh, as Trudeau, the tyrant, probably the son of Fidel, and I published a very rational article on my Patreon about why he was. And a lot of people said, wow, this explains it very uh, clearly because his dad uh, and his girlfriend visited Fidel during that time. But um, another reason why things are happening in Canada is that the governors of Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Quebec have all announced ending restrictions. Um, And this just happened. So Trudeau, the tyrant, the communist, is very, very concerned. Um, on February 2022, the United States Department of Homeland Security issued a bulletin that equates questioning the bioweapon narrative with domestic terrorism. And no adult capable of critical thinking could possibly think any of these government actions have anything to do with public health anymore. This is all about tyranny. This is all about uh, control. So the timing of all of this with Russia and Ukraine, with what's happening in Canada, uh, is very important to uh, understand. And this is why I believe uh, Dr. Yan is right that the CCP is releasing yet another fifth generation bioweapon at the Olympics. What other reason for the Olympics other than national um, pride and international uh, gravitas for having the Olympics. Remember, Hitler held the Olympics, and that was the first broadcast into space. If you've ever seen the movie Contact, or if you saw uh, Chaplain uh, Darren Ashley's uh, sermon on Sunday at ChristChaplaincy.com, the uh, chaplaincy I founded, Christ Connection Chaplaincy, 
Uh, Hitler broadcast that, that information influence operation uh, out as well as trying to show the superiority of the Aryan race. So these things are often used, events are often used for many multiple purposes. And so I contend that this is one of the purposes. Uh, and why they have to do it now is because they are in trouble. They're also in trouble not only with Russia, but with India, because India just banned 54 more Chinese apps over national security concerns. The Indian government has issued an order banning 54 Chinese mobile applications, um, and they are taking cybersecurity more seriously. Uh, and uh, the Indian Ministry of Home Affairs issued a February 13th, just February 13th, two days ago, saying that 54 applications could collect sensitive user data through phone cameras and microphones for espionage and surveillance activity. <laughs> I was at my brother's and they got, um, you know, uh, one of the, um, the, the uh, I can't even think of what they're called, the um, surveillance things where they talk to it. You know, and, and you're paying for that stuff. So India is now taking cybersecurity more seriously because of its increasing digitization of the economy and the threat that such Chinese apps, such as the Chinese telecom equipment, pose. So this is including TikTok. Remember, Trump was banning these, but now Biden's bringing it back. He says Biden and Hunter are, all, Hunter are all in thrall to China. And this is India started banning Chinese apps after the June 2020 bloody skirmish with Chinese forces in the disputed Himalayan border where Indian uh, troops in hand-to-hand -hand combat broke the necks of Chinese troops. And now they're all celebrating that. The uh, Chinese are trying to cover that up. And India, our new ally uh, and an emerging world power, uh, is getting their head in the fight. Um, but in Canada, uh, they are deeply in the fight and they are leading the way in a way that we should have been leading the fight in America but uh, in the grand tradition of the first American-Canadian Joint U.S. Special Services Force. Uh, and today, February 15th, uh, they are calling on everyone to support the, uh, the efforts of Pastor Arthur Pawlowski, who has been imprisoned in solitary confinement. And I've got his this website where you can uh, support that today uh, on my uh, Patreon as well. And he's a great example of that. I tried to actually called him one time, was talking to him, was trying to get him on the show and just never got around. I've been super busy, you know, taking care of my dad and uh, flying back there and everything else and working really a great deal behind the scenes with Team America, Team Global Freedom, and putting together a trucker effort uh, uh, as well. So, um, and um, so turning to Canada, so everyone is well aware, and I worked the uh, southern border border for over a decade, and had you know big cases, you know, uh, four thousand pounds of marijuana, two thousand pounds of cocaine in truck in trucks seized. That last week I put out about the two um, Sikh trucks that looked like they were jihadi trucks. I've uh, been talking about the uh, trucker freedom convoy, and there was a trucker freedom convoy. Um, going to go to D.C. Uh, from Southern California, and we are working to support the Truckers uh, Freedom Convoy in Canada, as Trudeau has um, uh, brought in martial law. 
Uh, and so keep your prayer, keep your, uh, Canada and your prayers. And I'm working with uh, Team Canada. Uh, but under the Emergencies Act, the government has introduced measures, um, drastic martial arts measures, uh, martial law measures uh, in Canada. So Justin Trudeau, the probable son of Fidel Castro, the tyrant uh, in thrall to Soros, has invoked the country's Emergencies Act. And he did that on Monday afternoon. Canadians are very disheartened by that, and they should be. But hold fast. Um, we are praying for you and we support you. But the Canadian Civil Liberties Association said the government had not met the standard for this emergency act. So this is interesting because this is like the ACLU in America. So Trudeau does not have the support of the Canadian uh, Canadian Civil Liberties Association, the Canadian ACLU. Um, you know, Tucker Carlson uh, blasted it. So I guess Fox allowed that uh, this time. Uh, and the premiers, which are like the governors of Alberta, Manitoba, Quebec, and Saskatchewan spoke out against that. And so this is um, a very good sign that Trudeau has panicked. And this is fourth generation insurgent warfare is when you no longer uh, have the um, the loyalty uh, of the population is that you are not going to provide for uh, the population. And so you build an alternative parallel structure, just like the deep state or the double state um, is a parallel government behind. Uh, in insurgent forces, guerrilla forces, you build your own alternative. That's why I'm always talking about concierge medicine, concierge security, uh, concierge uh, food, uh, Feed Team America, all of that as well. So uh, this 1988 Emergencies Act has allowed the federal government to override uh, the province and is uh, the provinces and is previously known as the War Measures Act. So this is an overstepping of his bounds. And what you do in guerrilla warfare is you try and prod uh, the evil government into overstepping their bounds. And then they become even more repressive. And in becoming more overpressive, repressive, they lose more public support. That's exactly what is happening uh, in this situation. This is very good news for what an insurgency looks like. Uh, is, uh, again, the America... The tyrants do not hold the human terrain in Canada. The tyrants are losing human terrain. Uh, and God bless all of the um, patriotic Canadians that are standing up and enduring these difficulties for freedom. However, at one of the blockades in Alberta, Canadian Mounties on Monday arrested 11 people and seized high-capacity magazines and machetes. And I have a picture of this article up on my Patreon as well. And I'm looking at these weapons uh, and they really look like military or police weapons. They don't look like civilian weapons. And there's there's body armor sets up that looks like these are kit uh, that were uh, soldiers kit or police uh, kit. And so Bulward, the corporal who was the RCMP uh, on uh, Trudeau's um, guardian detail said, uh, we have information that there are going to be plants. I have had that same information there's always infiltrators. Think about the infiltrators on January 6th. Think about the patriotic uh, front uh, group um, that Antifa has been proven to be up there. I've talked about this before. 
And so tracing these guns back will be very interesting because this looks exactly like Fast and Furious in Canada. This looks like the government uh, doing this as well. And so force is not power. Uh, Trudeau is panicking. Uh, the Canadian communist plot is collapsing. This is good news. It doesn't look like good news, but it is uh, very good news. And because at one of these blockades in Alberta, Canadian Mounties arrested the 11 people. Um, uh, and they are uh, arresting old people and throwing them on the ground and doing terrible uh, things. And so they are losing uh, support. The government uh, is losing its legitimacy. And meanwhile, from Southern California in America, there's going to be a convoy, a people's convoy uh, to uh, D.C. as well. Uh, and that is panicking the Biden administration uh, as well. And uh, uh, a judge on a Canadian judge on Friday ordered an end to the blockade of the Ambassador Bridge that had declared a state of emergency for fines up to 100,000 Canadians illegally blocking roads. Um, and uh, on Sunday, uh, Biden's double said that uh, this was causing widespread damaging impacts. I've also seen. Um, General Motors letters saying that their suppliers are having problems. They are getting desperate. They are beginning to blink. The vaccine uh, mandates, the Great Reset is retreating. We are winning this. Um, and uh, Major General Steve Boyvin, commander of the Canadian Special Operations Forces Command, said that two of his Special Forces soldiers were supporting the protests in Ottawa. And they were being uh, removed for that. So uh, there have also been uh, many conventional forces, Canadian uh, officers standing up. There have been uh, Mounties, uh, constables standing up against this. There should be more in the United States, uh, but things are too easy uh, here in the United States. But uh, why is this important? Well, again, see the bigger picture, assess the intelligence situation outside your box. You know, I was real disappointed a while back. I was talking to a former NCO of mine that had started the company and he had worked back for me when I was activated in uh, 03, 04, the DIA, great guy, was able to help him when his father was uh, curb stomped and stuff. And so his company uh, has done a lot of intelligence for special operations. And I thought that was real cool. And I started looking at them. And they're all wrapped up in listening to uh, former Admiral Kirby. And it's Russia, Russia, Russia's. And it's just uh, inside the box uh, viewpoints of uh, everything. Very, very disappointing because I've just explained in the first part of the podcast why it's not uh, Russia, Russia, Russia. It's China, but why everyone is silent on that. Uh, but if you're going to listen to sources, a friend of mine I was commissioned with uh, probably listening uh, Kirk, old friend of mine, his uh, motto is deeds, not words. Look at actions, not words. Um, and so, you know, like with Trump, it's real easy. Economy's doing great. Everybody's doing great. Look at his deeds, not his words. Uh, Biden, uh, look at that. And you can see the difference very clearly. Just like with the people who want to say I'm deep state or Flynn's deep state or Clay Clark is Illuminati or whatever. Look at our actions. Um, it's easy to tell uh, when you see who you want to know who your friends are, see who the enemy's shooting at. So, but why is this the case with Canada? Why is Canada crucial right now? Well, because 
uh, the uh, this global World War Four, World War Three was a global war on terror. Um, President Xi, Emperor for Life, President for Life, Emperor Xi has a two-part plan: defeat the United States, which he defeated the United States government uh, in 2020. Uh, CCP officials have said that, and then rule the world. And so he defeated the government. He did not defeat the American people. We're now in a fourth-generation insurgency on our own in our own soil against our own government. But it is nonviolent. It's legal, ethical, and moral. I never advocate anything illegal, immoral, or unethical. And there is also a global insurgency going on against the global elite everywhere, from Iran, from France, Yellow Vest, um, to um, Brexit, Hong Kong, Taiwan, uh, everywhere in the world. A lot of this stuff you can see on Telegram, Australia, uh, big demonstrations, Canada, the whole world is fighting back. It's a global world war insurgency against fifth generation global elite, and they are losing and they are nervous. So uh, the reason for uh, Canada to apply pressure right now is because uh, uh, Biden, uh, Pedo Joe, or the double, the puppeteers have opened the southern border. So all of the uh, narcos, terrorists, uh, child slavers um, are coming up through the southern border. And so they're infiltrating, much like the Contras infiltrated. They've blockaded through shipping siege the containers on the west coast. That has also happened to a lesser degree on the East Coast, but the East Coast has been a place uh, for Dominion voting machines. And of course, the deep state is there uh, on the Eastern uh, seaboard there, Washington, D.C., all those uh, big cities, New York, refugees are fleeing out of New York. But that leaves the northern border for an encirclement, an envelopment of America, of the United States of America. And that is the Canadian border. But instead of being on the defensive uh, the organic truckers uh, movement uh, took the offense uh, and they are not in charge. The deep state is not in charge of that, but they want that uh, to be able to control that so that the United States is isolated uh, and cut off and weakened. And it has certainly been cut off and isolated uh, and weakened. However, uh, internal uh, fortitude, intestinal fortitude and internal uh, strength is developing as the fourth generation insurgency develops. And again, you've got to be patient with this. Patient with this. this takes um, decades, possibly centuries, but they are clearly losing terrain uh, on this. And that's why the um, dangle with Russia, the uh, bioweapon three attack via the games, via China, uh, and the push in Canada on the border. However, again, all of this is backfiring. Like on the Canadian border, uh, Canadians are chafing at this and traditional groups that would have supported this uh, it, it are chafing at this uh, as well. So I hope all of that makes sense. And at the same time, um, uh, Special Counsel John Durham uh, has found that the Clinton campaign uh, violated the law. Big surprise uh, there. I'm not expecting a lot to come out about this, but uh, there was a September indictment of Michael Sussman, a lawyer who represented the Clinton campaign, uh, and it showed that uh, Sussman uh, worked with Tech Executive One, who has been identified as uh, Rodney Jaffe, formerly with Newstar, 
And uh, he says, Joffe's goal was to create an inference and narrative. Uh, I would call that an information influence operation uh, that would please certain VIPs for the Clinton campaign. Uh, and this is all good. But again, it's past the fact the they're talking about law and courts. I'm talking about war and information influence operation. It already had its effect and it failed. It failed with Hillary. Uh, and so now they're going to throw Hillary to the wolves. Well, and people are getting excited about that. There's no reason to get excited about that. It's not Hillary anymore. It's Harris. Um, there's no love lost between all of these people. Uh, so Hillary is, she's old. Um, she faints all the time and passes out, uh, whether that's adrenochrome or whatever. Uh, uh, so they can easily throw Hillary now under the bus through uh, Durham. Uh, they're going to have to throw Harris under the bus. The important thing to understand here is the puppeteers are running out of puppets. They are running out of puppets. That is the good news because they don't have anything real to hold on to. And they're killing off their own um, base by the jabs and by everything else. So we are growing, we are gaining human and physical terrain daily. Uh, they are losing human and physical terrain and weakening uh, daily as well. But this is going to take a long time. Our children will be in this fight. Uh, but to show you the importance of this, uh, Consumers Research, which is a um, conservative nonprofit, has been engaging the multi-million dollar um, BlackRock uh, uh, about its ties to China. And BlackRock, if you don't know, is the world's largest money manager. So for the deep state global reset, BlackRock is crucial. And BlackRock has been uh, closing up to China for a long time. And the consumers research campaign has been going on for uh, months. But this week, consumers research re released a new television ad, mobile billboards railing against BlackRock uh, and um, quoting Larry Fink of BlackRock that says democracy is messy. Um, uh, and he praises Jing because tyranny is not messy. Of course, it's uh, very nice. And so. Uh, Fink's venture into China has been met with bipartisan condemnation. Billionaire and liberal politician, philanthropist George Soros, seen as a boogeyman, uh, called Fink's move a tragic mistake. Soros calling Fink's move a tragic mistake. So when I say they are turning on each other and a nonprofit is taking on the biggest um, financial entity ally aligned with China uh, in the world, this is. Uh, very good news. This is uh, this is an example of we are winning even more. Um, and then, uh, probably lastly, I guess the there is body cam footage showing that a DC uh, Metro Police woman, black, uh, beat an unconscious um, Trump supporter on January six, white to death. Uh, and this is a great tragedy, of course. And this is Officer Leela Morris. And of course, we already know uh, that there was a black officer who assassinated and sniped uh, Ashley Babbitt. But this is another one beating her to death. And prayers uh, for this tragedy and for her family 
but she did not stop. The film is out there. But more importantly, uh, it's not more important, but of equal importance in the fifth generation and fourth generation war uh, is that this um, story and this getting out there destroys the white cops killing uh, innocent blacks. Of course, you know, this is why I got thrown off the radio. I was talking about uh, Black Lives Matter. It's only Black criminal lives matter. And so this is destroying the narrative uh, as well. And I know a lot of times it looks like, um, you know, they are so strong and they can cover all this up. Uh, but this is destroying the legitimacy of the Metropolitan, the DC Metropolitan Police, the Capitol Police. Uh, Pelosi is going to be assessed in, that, and predict that Pelosi will be unsuccessful at deploying Capitol Police in San Francisco and in Florida as well, just like the FBI is failing and fading. Look at my show with uh, Ed Morales, hero uh, FBI agent uh, last week, where he said, hey, I wouldn't talk to the FBI if they came to my door uh, today. I mean, normally when you you know talk to young agents, you're, you're, you're friendly, uh, just like I am with all, all of the agents. It was only the headquarters guys that were uh, trying to set me up. So the Great Reset is in retreat. They are not doing well uh, at all. This is important to understand uh, because if you're just down in the trenches in Canada or uh, wherever you're at, you, it looks like you're losing. Uh, part of a commander's job, a leader's job is to say, hey, no, we're winning. Hang in there. Uh, God bless and hold fast. We just said that to the team leader in Canada the other day because they are they are um, very upset uh, about what's happening as they should be. They have to endure so much. So I'm going to take a quick look here. Um, Jeffrey is interesting to listen to, but that is about it. Okay, fair enough. I'm sorry you don't like, I thought that was uh, detailed enough for you. Uh, but, oh, well. Um, I, thought I, <laughs> I thought I'm doing a pretty deep dive here, but uh, I guess you're smarter than me. So uh, that's what's going on. To summarize all of that, the Russia uh, Ukraine is a distraction. It's not for real. There's nothing for real in the Biden puppet regime, uh, in the Russian disinformation uh, space. China is trying desperately to enact another bioweapon through another event because their, their current bioweapon is failing. Uh, Canada, Trudeau, the tyrant uh, communist, has panicked and has overstepped his hand uh, and is using force instead of power. Power and force, uh, as I always say, come from God. And the global insurgency against global tyranny uh, is solidifying. And if you look at, again, read what I read the books I tell you to read, which is The Mission of the Men and Me with uh, uh, Pete Blaber, uh, or and also watch Darkest Hour with Gary Oldman, is everything really looks dark in the <laughs> darkest hour. Uh, and Churchill comes along and says, hey, uh, you know, we'll fight on the beaches. We'll fight in the streets. We'll fight until the new world comes to rescue the old. He's talking about us in America. But now it's going to have the new world's going to have to rescue uh, the old world and itself. And we will do this. Uh, but Churchill gave everyone the morale boost to rally when all his bureaucrats and traitors when sellouts were wanted to surrender uh, to Hitler, and he famously says, "You cannot, are, you cannot negotiate with a tiger when your head is in its mouth." Uh, 
Uh, and I totally, so if you haven't seen that, it's uh, great to see and you should watch that. I'll take another look here. Oh, he says again, uh, I don't claim to be smarter than you, Jeffrey, but you are pushing the deep state narrative that we need to go to war with. Oops, I lost the comment. Too many comments uh, happening there. Um, oh, I guess he's a, somebody saying he's a troll on there. Uh, nobody's pushing war, just you, Ron. <laughs> so I am saying we are in a war. I've said that uh, very consistently uh, for a long time. And it's very sad that uh, so many veterans and civilians don't recognize the war that we are in. But the first rule of war is to recognize uh, when you are in one. And uh, that's really important to understand. So I uh, hope all that makes sense. And again, uh, read uh, The Mission of the Men and Me, read Not a Good Day to Die, read The Secret History of JSOC, if you can understand, uh, so you can help to understand, read Fry the Brain, read um, Prairie Fire, uh, watch Darkest Hour, uh, and begin to get your head in the fight. Watch uh, Dunkirk, you know, Dunkirk, uh, the troops, you know, Churchill evacuates his troops. The citizens save the troops, the 300,000 British troops. The civilians save them. It's turned on its head because because third-generation kinetic warfare, the blitz rig, is a new form of warfare. Then, So they have to use an outside-the-box solution. It's very similar to what we are going to do now, where in Washington State, there were some citizens who just saved saved two Washington state deputies because they came out with their firearms. So uh, the paradigm is shifting because the old paradigms have faded. Uh, This is important to understand. We are winning this, but it's going to be a long fight. Um, So before the womb, we were known, so we must know. We were chosen, so we must choose. Before birth, we were loved, so we must love. We are born of war, so we must war. Good against evil, from before the beginning to after the end. God is good. Good is intentional help. Not God is evil. Evil is intentional harm. Life and freedom are good. Death and slavery are evil. There are two ways, the way of life and the way of death and they are vastly different. I chose long ago. Now, you must choose. We are not always winning, but we will win, and winning is difficult, demanding, dangerous, and always expensive. Tyrants always fall. Tyranny always fails. Graphene is not in our DNA. Freedom is, but freedom is never given. It is earned. It is won. It is fought for. It is taken. So, take it.